Welcome to Toss Story. We toss in topics and talk about it. Today's topic, if you have not seen from today's little title thing on at wherever, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening from, it is identity. It's time to discover who you are. Today's, today, Nick and Nate have the day off, and so, so, so does Tanya. But today we have, as a guest, Gary. Oh, is it, is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And we have Chantel, and we have Olivia here as a guest as well. And we have Chantel. Lene. <clears throat> And we have Lene. Oh, Lene, I'm sorry. <laughs> Lene. And we have Lene here too. The entire, half of the crew is here, but Nick and Nate, Nick, Nate, Nate and Tanya have the day off. So, with that being said, go ahead, Lene, Chantel, everybody, and Gary, just, t- just talk to the audience. Say hello. Say what you want to say. Hey. Well, today is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day, even though, you know, when this release is going to be after Valentine's Day. But, yeah. Thanks. Hi, I'm Gary. Um, I'm excited to be here. Um, I've been on like on some podcasts before, but uh, this is different for me. So I'm in. I'm excited to um, talk about my identity and who I am. So yeah. Hey, my name's Lene. I'm like a regular attender, um, but yeah, I'm just really excited. For today, just happy to be alive and to be here with some friends, and I'm excited for today's topic. So thank you for having me. Okay. So with that being said, let's have Miss our other guest, our other guest here today, Miss Olivia, give her introduce herself. She's been here before last week, and she's back again, back again. Uh oh. You can go ahead. Oh. <laughs> So I'm Olivia, and I mean, my day was pretty good. I had class or whatever, and went home, did homework, and slept pretty much. So, I mean, it was a real relaxation day. Okay. And you know, it's Valentine's Day, so I could have ruined some relationships, but I ain't going to do that. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> well, should tell. I was going to say, I mean, if you don't have a Valentine, I hope you still enjoy your day and pampered yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I also wanted to add, like she said, if even if you don't have a Valentine, you're still loved. Just think about the people who you have in your life, like your closest friends or even family. You know, like that still is a big deal. And maybe just be patient and God will send the person. So Stay single until you find the right person. Yeah. At the end of the day, you don't want to be with the wrong person. Right. Crack the mundo. Yeah, what he said. Kind of like what we spoke about before. Right, yeah. so that's what we said the last week. Just like a little recap for you. Haven't seen that? Go back and look. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> with that being said, <clears throat> if we already said today's topic identity. <clears throat> I want to take a moment and just say, <clears throat> a lot of the times, the issues in this world and some of insecurities come from how we see see ourselves. And before we actually talk about identity, I want to just actually. Talk about how we see ourselves. And I want you to say how you see yourself now and how you actually saw yourself years ago. And when I say how you actually saw yourself, I mean like sometimes you was, you know, you would get, you have insecurities, you get jealous. Like, I'm not saying everyone has insecurities, everybody gets jealous. But I'm saying, how do you truly see yourself? Like now, but compared to years ago. Because like years ago, I used to see myself, I used to see just 
I used to like, I, I, was, I wouldn't really see myself, I would tear myself down. Sometimes we're thinking we're seeing ourselves, we really would just tear ourselves down. So now. So, whoever wants to shoot and go first, pow pow. I'll go. So I feel like a few years ago, I used to struggle with anxiety. And I don't know, like, I feel like anxiety is weird because it makes you feel like people are judging you or like you don't belong or, you know, just so many thoughts. But I feel like it's just your mind that's getting to you. And like, I just really learned to like love myself. I went to therapy for a little bit. But I also like most important that got me through was my relationship with God. And I just prayed about it. And I just feel more confident now, like, I can go up and talk to people. Like, a few years ago, I couldn't just go up and make some friends because I was so socially awkward. But I'm just so glad he's, like, taking the anxiety out of me. And now, like, my life has improved. So, thank you. Um, I feel like back then, um, I feel like I compared myself to a lot of people and just, you know, wondering, like, things I could do to just like and I mean not really seeing myself of like what it what I was and who I was and just like constantly comparing myself to other people like females I wonder I'm not looking like that and I feel like back then I really used to like seek male validation to make me feel better pretty or like good about myself but now honestly that's really not it. Like I'll drop, I'll drop a nigga like in two seconds. Like, you should. Because like now I'm, form, I'm, I'm very secure with myself. I have no. I mean, I'm not saying I have no insecurities, but I'm very secure with myself. I'm very pretty much like, because I feel like, I'm very like secure with myself. I know that I am like worth it. I know me myself and things I do like, um, I do it for me, and you know I won't let anyone disrespect me or. I don't like need like male validation anymore. To me, I'm the prize. Like, I'm just clear-minded and just focus on myself and my future and everything. And just like, I'm very, I'm at a good place where I'm very secure with myself and just like content with my life. I love that for you. Um, as of right now, I'm working on myself to become a better person each day. Um, I remember a few years back, um, I was going through a lot of things. I lost a couple of important, I lost a few people that were important to me and it had brought in like some scars and some wounds. And there was like years, it was like days I just didn't want to be around anybody or be around anyone. And I have feelings of like dropping out of school because of those um, issues. But I thank God every day, the fact that he helped me get through some of the stuff that I felt like I couldn't get through, you know? Um, having a relationship with God is like the best thing ever to have, you know, um, God can get you through things that you think that you can't even get through. And I suggest everyone to get, get with him, you know? So that's all I have to say right as of right now. Chantel. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I would say back then, I saw myself more as, I definitely, like I said, I was tearing myself down. I could, like, I was comparing myself to other people. I was, I was just saying a lot of crazy stuff about myself and realized how much I was tearing myself down. <clears throat> and now I see myself as more confident. I'm more out there. 
actually has stepped into what I have now been called to be and stuff like that. That's good. Snap, snap, snap. Whenever I have you can't be in a relationship with God, you can't be in a relationship with God or also tearing yourself down. Facts. I approve that message. So. Yep. Chantel. Okay. Mm, roll. Okay. Roll it, roll it. Okay. So, you have any questions about what I just said before we move on? Comments? I just like what you said. Yeah. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I would say, like I would say, you can't, I say you can't, you can't have a relationship with God and not, you know, tear yourself down. And I want to actually go more, more deep into that. Because I feel as if you can't truly, because you have to really actually understand and tap into what, how God sees you. And if you let the devil, you know, manipulate your mind, then how is, you know, y'all get what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. If you let him do that, then how, how are you, how are you going to actually step into what you're going to call it to be if you keep pushing yourself down? And sometimes you have to override, the, override those things. Like I saw this video of this actress, she said sometimes she look in the mirror, after she get a brush of teeth, she, you know, spit the toothpaste out, tua tua, and she, you know, do this to her lips, fix, fix her mouth, and she look in the mirror and say, excuse my language, pretty B word. And it's an uplift yourself, so you have to- Affirmations. I would say affirmations, so for, you know, kind of push yourself to uplift yourself. And not, not only that, but going into the Bible, and it's talking, talking about how God sees us, how he sees his children, and reading those word, words, like certain, I, I can't. Don't put me in a scripture. Don't come in as exact scripture. But I do is you're not, you're the head, not the tail. You're the head, not the tail. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All of these things that continues to, they will uplift you. If you and another way to actually find out who you are, have a relationship with him without tearing yourself down is crawling into his word. All, a lot of your answers to your questions are in the word. You know, like. You're not perfect at the end of the day and also life is not perfect so like it'll be like times where like we bring ourselves down and we feel like we can't do it but then you know god is like right there you know he says you know you can do it ignore the devil like you know i'm here for you and i'm here to get you through life so that's what god's for yeah i'm gonna add on to that I just like what you guys said. Yeah. I would say definitely growing up, when I was talking about this, growing up, I think it was hard to exactly find my identity because I, I'm not, I knew who I was, but I didn't fully tap into and understand who I was. And I moved away and got uncomfortable with the situation because I was comfortable at home. I, that's why I think going away at college and moving away from home is so beneficial because when you're away from home, you are uncomfortable because you're not around people. You're comfortable. You don't know these things. So you have to build comfortability. So it's like you're trying, you're trying to build these things. Everything you build, it starts from an uncomfortable place. Starting a business starts from an uncomfortable place where you have, you know. So just like building yourself because you build on yourself. Because in the beginning, yeah, you're a person, but you don't, you have, you're still fully figuring out your identity. Even in high school, you're still, even as we, even now, we're still figuring out identity. And as even we get 80 years old, we're still figuring out crazy things about ourselves that we don't even know. Because my grandma always tell me, you never stop learning. My grandma and my granny tell me, they learn something about themselves every day, about each other. So you never fully stop learning about yourself, but you tap into your, you know, your identity that doesn't change. And when I say doesn't change, I mean the person that you have become here in adult life, you stay that person until 
you know, it's time for you to, your, your, your day, your day, your number is called, and it's time for you to go up there with Jesus. Yeah, um, about your, uh, my first, like you said, your first, mm-hmm. the first year of college, that's how I was, because I remember, like, four years ago, like, I remember thinking about this, because I was like, dang, I just graduated from high school, I'm like, I wonder how this college journey's gonna be, mm-hmm. and, um, I remember the first, I met. I already met somebody before I went to ETSU, which is like my ex roomie, which I'm still cool with. Like we have like a little, like we have a bond, you know. We kept in touch during the pandemic. Like I remember the first time I came down here to JC, I was like, dang, I want to know how this is gonna be. And um, next thing you know, I started making friends. I started, you know, making some like I was in, I was making friends. I was in like group project and stuff like that's that's what helped me become like helped me to get out of my shell and get, out, get all that anxiety out because it's like you know I didn't think I was gonna make some friends but here I am making friends you know yeah sometimes you have to be put in uncomfortable positions to get you to get where you need to be because if you just stay in your comfortable place it's just like you're not really gonna evolve or like do anything you need to do um, to just you know sometimes God just has to put us in uncomfortable positions to just like help build us up and like get where we need to be. Because that was the only thing I learned is that God cares less about your comfortability, cares less about your comfortability with building your character. And if you just put it on God, God will build, He will show you, He will reveal certain things about yourself and He will build your character. He might not throw you a bone right away, but sometimes we're like, God, can you just, I just need a bow. I, I, you know, I break up to church and I pray. You can just throw me a bow. You know, I just need a bow. And you, you just, you just got to stay faithful and stay true. You just got to keep diving into the word because sometimes you'll be like, God, why you ain't giving me no answer? What answer did sign you asking for? But what have you been doing for the outcome? Have you been praying? Have you been in the word? Have you been studying the Bible? Have you been talking to like what's what where's the outcome? You've been you've asking for this bone, but have are you are you praying? Are you talking? Are you and another way we, we, we hide our identity, we try to hide from God. That's how you do it. You try to hide from God. You try to hide hide certain aspects from him. But he and, knows. Like, and he knows and he's an all seeing, all knowing. So you over here trying to hide and you know, you know, cover it up with a blanket and God can't see through that blanket. <laughs> you know, I can cover myself with a blanket, you know you can't see me, but who's who 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 can see me still? But he God. can still see you. So at the end of the day they you know, the people around you may not see it, but God sees it. Like you, you can't just have God and you know your financial and your and then your work life and then not expect him to come in every other aspect. You gotta invite him into every other aspect in full form. You just can't invite him to part of your life and not the other half. That's true. You have to invite him to the whole thing for him to fully come. And once he fully comes, that's how you start finding yourself. That's how you because you start. I'm not saying you have to have the word, but you definitely have to have the word in your life. Scriptures, scriptures say so you get when you walk through life, you have these scriptures on you, and like wow, and you learn some more things about yourself. Yes. So many things, and it's like a process of building because everything is a building process. It's like a like a stairway, and like the steps aren't built, but you're building each step. And like you know, there's levels to when you begin to get to know God and Christianity. There's levels to this. I got levels to learn. There's levels to this. That's a valid point. So there's levels to understanding yourself, knowing your identity, and knowing all these things. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, my levels bad. I get distracted really easy. I'm still listening. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's levels to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. And I think growing up for me, I think another reason I did I was blocked so much of 
under knowing myself was because this is I said it before on the podcast, but I think it's another issue. Growing up, I grew up in a household of domestic violence where my father was very abusive. And, you know, and then having to, I feel like I need, you know, and having, not having that relationship and having it being called all those words. And, you know, I was, and you know, I'm different. You know, I was, I'm, I'm different. So, you know, I'm a, you know, as black people say, you know, I'm a little, you know, and so, you know, I'm different. And mm-hmm. being different, did, I didn't feel very, like, validated from my father and, like, and stuff like that. And I felt, you know, I would get called certain words. Like, I don't like the F word, F-A-G-G-L-T. Don't sense that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And then just being downgraded, I had to learn how to climb my way up and to learn myself. But one way I did that was actually not just through God, but through the love of my mom. Because even through it all, I still have my mom by, by my side and behind my back. And I think also leaning on what you have around you. That's my point being, leaning on what you have around you in that. Leaning on the people, not just God, but God will send people. When God works, he sends people. He sends little messages, obvious things to just make you see and understand and for to lean on. Have those people to lean on so you can build on. Because a lot of times when I, when I felt so down, I, I, I came to my mom, my grandmother, my granddaddy, and they helped, they helped build me up. Which helped me start building into my identity, and I started talking to yourself. People, a lot of people talking to yourself is crazy, but sometimes you got to sit in that room and be like, "Look, look, look, look here, Joel," or you, you got to talk to like, "Look here, Lynette, Let me tell you something. Look, I talk look to here. myself. Look yeah, here, I really do. I'd be like, here, so look here, shit, my soul said, <clears throat> I know, like my soul said yes. Like you know, I asked me a question. We say, <laughs> I know what you mean though. Like just having that conversation. I think it's important. I have to talk out loud to myself my whole life. I'll be in a car or I'll like be in the room and I'll be like, I'll be like talking to myself and I'll be like, what do I think? What, what are we doing today? Like, no, I'm the same way. So I know some people think it's weird, but I think it's self-care too, you know? So Yeah. Um, like you said about how your mom was there. Um, my mom was there. Um, I told you before in podcast, I lost my dad to, um, stage four cancer because he was battling throughout my freshman year here at in college that was very rough for me because you know it's like you're in college and your dad is battling cancer and it's like it's just like it's a lot going on the fact that she tells you like you got to focus on your education you got to focus on what's important Mm -hmm. and you see my my dad slowly dying and all that other stuff it was very hard for me i remember like the pandemic he died in the beginning of the pandemic and he really like like mess me up mentally and physically it's like i couldn't like think straight and eat like you know it was really bad because you know that was only like um the only um person um and that was like the only father figure that i had in my life was like the man who taught me how to be a man you know what i'm saying you know it still hurts today the fact that he's not here but you know he's watching over me in heaven. Um, but I thank every I thank God every day for my mom because she you know she supported me uh, through all the um, years because she you know like she's my other number one supporter. You know, and I, I love her till the day I die. And I also want to just thank her for how she got me through uh, my dad's death. You know, you know, mom is always there. You know, without without her, I don't even know what, what I would do. So. Yeah. I guess if we're talking about moms, I love my mom. 
so much. Like, I don't know what I would do without her. Like, she's literally my best friend. We tell, and I tell you, we tell each other everything. Some things I don't want to hear from her, but she'll uh, say it anyway. I love that. But, like, <laughs> literally, she's my best friend. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like, I know what you went through is hard, and I couldn't imagine that. So, you know, I can't tell you I know what it's like, but it's good that you're doing good now. You know, and I feel like the best thing you can do is just live for him. That's a that's a good point. Like I know, like it's hard losing somebody, especially like somebody like your dad, because that's like yeah, like losing a parent sucks. It's like at a young age, it's like damn, I'm thinking they're gonna be in my life for the rest of my life, and then yeah. you know, all of a sudden they're right. they're gone. It's just yeah, like, but uh, I like that you also like you seem to be very resilient because I know like life throws life is very unfair like. Random things happen, people lose, their houses burn down, or they, you know, just crazy things. Mm -hmm. But, like, I like, sometimes I feel like it also teaches us, like, our, how, I'm not saying that it's, but, like, how really strong and resilient you are. Like, I feel like God, I'm not saying, I should, can't say that, but, like, I feel like God has, I'm not, there's a reason that everything happens, but, like, I feel like it also teaches us, you know, like, it molds us to be, like, who we are like because i feel like now maybe like she said you could like live for him you know whatever you do whatever whether you're interested in you know like what you're doing with like the sports management thing you could just do it for him like hey dad i know you're not here i want to make you proud because you know he's probably watching over you like in, in the clouds so, like, yeah that's like the goal that's what i said after when he passed it i'm gonna do everything for him because i don't want to like give up now you know yeah like, it could be, like, a motivational thing, right? Yeah, my dad's, like, he's my motivation, like, to, like, you know, when it comes to things in life. Like, yeah. he's my motivation. That's major. I like that you're being positive about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't Im I like, I, I don't know what it's like, but I can't imagine, you know. So, I like that you're still yeah. keeping that faith. Thank you. Any more comments or questions? <laughs> Y'all want to add on? Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Toss It Talk, where we toss in topics and talk about it. <clears throat> okay, so I just want to take a moment and ask you guys, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Like, when I say doing, like, I feel like we don't talk about it enough. But how are you doing, like, mentally? Like, I mean, a lot of times I feel like I would say I'm. I'm gonna start off. My, my mental, I would say. It's a. It's a. It's like a chopping block. It's like. It's. It's, it's okay, but I'm maintaining and keeping myself. Just making sure I'm praying, and doing devotions and keeping myself sane and keeping my head up, despite everything. But somehow life seems to be working out in a good way. So now that my head's is coming back up, but I still deal with the situations I'm dealing with. So I would say my mental is good as long as I continue to have faith and do my devotions and keep God in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, I can add. Okay. Uh, lately, oh, um, lately, I've been doing a lot better. Like, for me, God, God is the main reason because, you know, I like when I worship and do my journaling and devotional, like, I just feel better. Like, I notice, like, when I do that, like, opportunities just flow to me. You know, I know it's not always about opportunities, but sometimes I do need opportunities, and 
I noticed God started doing them for me and he's been showing that but also like going to the gym has really improved my mental like I'm not now I'm not gonna like, sit here and lie and say that it's the best but it's definitely like a work in progress but I also know that it's better than what it used to be like over a year ago because like there was just something a lot that happened that just took a toll on me but um, I'm just continuing to work on like my relationship with God staying going to the gym that's just like my therapy and yeah self-love practicing like affirmations like that's what works for me so um i've been doing all right um you know like sometimes like uh, there'll be days where i'm i'm doing i'm fine i'm right and then these days it's like yeah no i'm not all right um school can be a lot you know we have like classes that are online you just gotta like figure out okay what's due and what's not due what needs to be done what's already done you know um i think ever since i came to college i've learned that a lot of stuff a lot of classes can be online and it's like it can be a lot but sometimes like when you do it just do it like the day before it's due because like don't do it on the day it's like i mean the day before it's due don't do it on the day when it's due because that's creates a lot of anxiety and stress so it's like, you know, get your work done. But ahead also, of time. huh? Ahead of time. Yeah, ahead of time. And also, like, also the good thing about college is that you have friends that actually care about you. It's like, you know, you gotta, like, you know, like, you have a friend group, you're like, hey, well, you wanna do this and do that? And, like, okay, it's cool. Cause, you know, back then you never had people that hit you up. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't mean crazy. You, you, I was, I really like, I can relate to what you're saying because I noticed, like, back where i'm from like that's when i like when i talked about like sometimes you have to like move out of your comfort zone because i noticed back at home like in knoxville i've had friends but i feel like honestly i feel like i outgrew them anyway because like we just don't connect like we used to anymore since i've moved away and and i think it's really true i've noticed like my friends are more genuine down here than the ones that i've had in knoxville like people won't even go out of their way to like wish me a happy birthday and i've known them for like most of my life like it's really crazy and here i've just met a few of these people and i feel like we're so close so like it's just so amazing honestly yeah i have friends back home in indianapolis indiana um I, there's like i have a group it's like like years off how long i've been friends with them like i one of my friends i've been friends with for like 20 years because i've moved in their neighborhood i used to live in their neighborhood so um, we don't talk every day like we used to because, like, you know, ever since I moved to Knoxville, it's like things were just, like... Rocky? No, it wasn't rocky. It was just not bad terms. It was just, like, you know. But, like, I've been busy. We've been busy a lot. Like, they're busy a lot all the time. So, yeah, I still keep in touch with them, you know. But, you know, I feel homesick sometimes. The fact that I'm, I've been around them and they've been close to me. They're, like, they're still my brothers, though, but, like, when you like when you're close to somebody but like you move away that's like the worst feeling ever it's like dang like yeah. these are my homies i don't want to leave them but you know you gotta make you gotta make like the best decisions you know what makes you happy you know what i'm saying but yeah um but some friendships don't out you don't outgrow them some friendships you keep forever so yeah but like the ones like you said here i like because they hit you up more than friends that you had back then but yeah it's good to have a 
college friend group like to be around with because it shows you that they care and the fact that they can we can be around them all the time you know that's that's the best part about college mm -hmm. i think it's also like maybe more connected because most of us are here chasing a degree like most of us are trying to better our lives so i feel like we're, if we're not connected in one way, we're connected because we're all like trying to get to a career path or you know something we're passionate about. So I feel like that's what connects us. Or like maybe some of us are Christians or our religion. So I feel like that's also another way that connects us. So like I think that's speaking of religion, um, the um, the rough part about being a Christian is being away from church sometimes because you know I love going to church. Um, but you know, ever since I moved, my I felt like I lost the connection in my childhood church because you know I used to love going there because like I had a you know awesome pastor. You know he could like preach. I that's I miss going there sometimes. It's like dang, this part of my childhood is like man, I miss going there. But oh, but also like sometimes when you're in college, it's like church is not on your mind. It's just like. You just do whatever you want to do. I mean, yeah. I, I, I get what you mean, but for me, it's different because I feel like he's, like, I don't know, especially, like, during COVID, like, he was all I had. So, like, yeah. I, even then, I still, like, went oh, to yeah. church because, like, I knew he was literally all I was holding on to. Otherwise, I would have dropped out. So, that's why I always, like, stay connected to him. Yeah, but also, I ain't trying to be rude or nothing, but, like, church now is kind of sad because like ever since pandemic has hit like you don't see a lot of people like you used to and it's just like dang it's like a lot of people don't go because it's still afraid of covid and all that other stuff it's like it's sad yeah but i feel uh, like covid kind of is going away now like, yeah yeah I, the church okay i'm in the gospel, <laughs> I'm in the gospel and the church we went to according to last last sunday we had to wear a mask and it was it was that i heard they have a big membership but that people don't want to come because you know it's because some of them they're like older and they're kind of afraid of COVID. I'm like, COVID is kind of down down, and I <clears throat> I still think like my granddaddy just went back to church for the first time a couple like a month ago since COVID happened. Mm -hmm. He'd been back a couple times, but he mainly just started going back faithfully since COVID happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they're doing at my my mom's childhood church as well. Um, also, my childhood church as well. You know, like they're still afraid of COVID, and it's like limited seats you know what i'm saying but some people would be looking at it online though you know i look at these old sermons from my childhood pastor and i'm like dang remember church used to be like that back in the day because yeah. that's where all the atmosphere and all that stuff was there and now it's it's not there anymore because of covid so like i ain't trying to be rude i ain't trying to be disrespectful but you know i just missed that's the church that they have some like it was like it's some actual like i don't know if you try to be church today nah that's I hadn't been in any churches around this area. Actually, there's quite a few, like, me, Lene, I go, I go there occasionally, Jubilee. The, you know, Jubilee. You haven't been there in a long time, though. I still go. I, I'm still, I was there in the years. <laughs> I was there the first week. Because, at the end of the day, I'm not going, y'all join, y'all became members of the church. I still, I still have a membership back home in church, so I'm, <clears throat> and I have a scholarship, and I just, I continue to keep a membership there. But I also still go to different churches around, because I feel like, I get a different feeling like going to this church and that church. I don't, I'm not just yeah. going to be bound to one I church. I see what you mean, yeah. Like, just the feeling that you get, yeah. that's, you know. So I think either, either, <laughs> you should try Jubilee. I definitely, it's closer. I would also recommend it because I go there, so. 
It, it definitely. You like, should definitely come, actually. I, I should do it one day. Or you could check. It's it's more. It's like it's a lot of church down here. Like you got fellowship up church. I heard that one good. And you have Calvary, which I go there. Okay, let's the church church I go to. I go to Jubilee and Calvary. That's what's up. I definitely recommend any church that you feel that you come. Just go, just you can even start going on a list of churches in the road to you. Do your research on it and just go. And after this. Yeah, for me, I just found one that was like similar to how the one is that I go to back home. Like Calvary is kind of similar to the Life Church that I go to back home. So yeah, that's how I just kind of found the church away from. Yeah, and that's another way of finding it, going to a church and getting active. Like, I, you don't have to be bound to just one church. You could, you know, because another thing about church, <clears throat> it's not just about the praising God, but it's also about praising God with people who believe with you. And it's like having that connection, getting active in the church and communicating. Like, it's just, it's just it's something about, it's just something about connecting with other people who are believers. Like, <clears throat> for example, like, especially starting fresh people, when your friendship was built on Christ's life. For example, like when I first met Lene, we didn't really look that close, we used to work together. But then we started going to church, I started going to church with her and Nay, and that's how we got close, through going to church together. That, and that's, that's, like, that's like the best type of friendships, you know, meeting the church, and then next thing you know, it's like, oh snap, we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> we're that's close. pretty much yeah. like. Yeah, that's and, like the best thing ever to happen. And it's crazy, because I prayed to God about godly friendship. Like I had yeah. friends, but they weren't really like, of God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I didn't feel really connected, so like I'm just so thankful. Yeah. God made it happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because yeah, like I have friends that you know I went to I went to, they went to the same church as me, and it's like, like oh yeah, oh okay, cool, yeah we're friends. Because like I used to sing like in the kids choir, and I was like that's how I like became friends with some of the people that I know, and also Sunday school as well. So that's how like, you know that's how friendships can happen because yeah. you know God will put you in people that are like the right ones for you, you know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. And that's a definitely <clears throat> definitely another another way I say of finding identity is and discovering who you are. It's not just by the people around you, but also not just by talking to yourself, but by <clears throat> actually describing yourself like devotionals writing down how you see yourself. Not how you describe yourself. Like what are you thinking as a Thinking about like how do you think about how you respond, and that's a big way. Cause I feel like I one time I wrote down how I felt about myself, and <clears throat> literally I started to actually see how much, how, what I am and who I am. And I started praying to God about it and talking to Him about it, and I started to see exactly who I am, what I am, what I'm, and I started seeing like little things, and then slowly God started revealing you what you're called to do, where you're supposed to be. He'll start opening doors. Are places where you're supposed to be. You just gotta let it happen. You just can't. You just can't wake up and everything is just gonna align. You gonna know your full identity. It's a process. Everything in this life is a process. If you, if God just threw something at you, you're not gonna know how to handle it. You're not gonna know how to value it and keep it. Yeah, you know, praying is like the best thing I ever do because you know I didn't do that back then, but now I started doing it. Now it's like my life has gotten better now since I started praying. Because prayer is like the best. It's like medication. It's like. It's medication meditation as well like prayer can get you through things that you feel like you can't get through you know and you know that's also like God listen to your prayers he knows what you want all you gotta do is just ask him and he'll just give it to you 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes he can say no because, you know, he says, like, no, I got something better for you. Like, mm-hmm. For real. You're right. right. It's really it's hard. Like, it really like, I don't think people talk about how hard it is, like, to, like, sometimes you want it, like, right away. But, like, I feel like God's timing is better because what you, it's like sometimes, like, we just want something small. But God's plan is, like, bigger for us. So it's like, you, it's like you were just settled. But, like, God has something better. So, like, I'm just learning. Like, that's what I'm learning just to be patient, because I know he has something better for me. So I'm glad you said that. <laughs> Sometimes I don't need to ask a lot of stuff because I don't need everything in the world. I just need peace and all the other stuff. I just want to live my life, and that's it. That's all I ask for. Okay, I didn't do this, and I didn't get a chance to do this. I meant to do it in the beginning. So today's scripture for today, I usually start with scripture today. Today's daily scripture comes from 1 Corinthians 13, 13, verse 2. Chapter 13, verse 2. I'm looking at it. Yeah, Chantel's going to read it. It's right there. And if I have prophetic powers. Yeah, prophetic powers. (laughs) I'm sorry. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and knowledge. And if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Oh, yes. Keep going. Oh, that's it. Stop right there. Yeah, that's that's it. First Corinthians, First Corinthians, thir- chapter thirteen, verse two. And I got this scripture actually from church, the church we visited on Sunday. He was, ta- was talking about. She was talking about just about love and. <clears throat> loving in God's way. And I think a lot of times, another way to find yourself is through God's love and understanding yourself through the way God loves you and seeing yourself in the way God sees you. And <clears throat> the reason I like this scripture because it teaches you can do all these things. And I mean, actually, I don't talk about actually knowing yourself despite like a career-wise, despite like, you know, what you, what you like, but actually knowing who you are defined fully in Christ because we all, you, all each of us have something unique and divine about us. Yeah, but one thing we all you do share is the flesh, but we have a, something that's unique about us, which is like Lene, you love makeup, you love beauty, you love doing hair, you love skincare. So that, that's that's your unique. Yes, your yeah, that's your business line. But like the unique thing about you is you love to, you love to have a good time. You love to laugh, love to smile. Like and then you like actually I want for a second I want y'all to talk about your unique things about y'all. Well, I feel like you just, you said it for me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, like, I'm into, like, hanging out with friends and being with around people that I actually, like, being around with, you know, because, like, it brings me joy and it brings me, like, posit- positivity and all that other stuff as well. And not only that, I'm a sports person, so I like to watch sports. And I also, like, film sports games around here at ETSU. Like, I film basketball volleyball, soccer, and all the other stuff, all the other sports as well. Like, that also is, like, therapy for me, so I can, like, because I want a career out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be, like, a cameraman. I want to, like, film any, like, professional sports game that you can think of. So, like, that's, like, my passion. And, you know, like, at, at first, sports, sports broadcasting was not my thing, because I wanted to work at a new studio. And until, like, you know, I got out of my comfort zone one day, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this sports thing because my friend, my ex-roomie, 
he does that stuff too. And I was like, okay. Because he's been doing it since he was in high school. So I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. My first try, I was like, okay, never mind. It's not that bad. It's easy. You just keep up with the action and just follow the ball. So I feel like I've done a good job with that. So, yeah, I learned that um, sometimes I get, like, anxious and I start tearing myself down. And it's like, I don't feel like I can do it. But then when I start trying it, it's just like, yeah, okay, I can do this. It's not bad. So sometimes it's good for me to be be like that because, like, it shows, like, I, I got, like, hidden talents that I didn't even know that I have. So that's the best part about, about me. That's really nice. I would say something unique about me. Um, I would say my unique thing and the gift that I have is, a lot, my mom has said it, my friends have said it, I would say bringing people, not just friends, but family together. To come together as one. I think that's one of the gifts I have. Like, I also do a podcast through like, the events I have at my house. <clears throat> and have, making a group chat around my cousins and keeping us all as one family and keeping us all together and connected. And just, I communicate with everyone. Like, I mean, I'm constantly like, see, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Like, I, you really do. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> like, I, even this right here. Because, <laughs> like, other day you were hitting me. Like, you never, like, I would see you, but, like, I would never talk to you. But now here we are, like. Here I'm like, here, the same place. Yeah, in your podcast, it's like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like I have, I just I mean, for bringing people together and just, just I don't, I, I guess that's just that's that's my that's the unique thing about me, and what I feel is a, a part part a part of my identity, and why the scripture means so much because if I because if I have, but if I <clears throat> but but have not love, I have nothing. I can be so kind. I can literally be given to the homeless every single day. I can literally have so much faith that it moves mountains. I can believe in God so much. But if I'm not loving other people the way he loves them and I'm not showing that love, then I have nothing. And I will, I am nothing. And that you really represent that to me. Because oh, I try. Joking. I try to represent it, but sometimes I'm like, it's hard, you know, man. sometimes, excuse me, like, people, some people don't deserve kindness. They really but, <laughs> facts. But, <laughs> you have to, you have to think in the godly <laughs> mind and not the flesh mind. Because you let your flesh control things, you're going to wind up downstairs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. you have a point, though. Man, I hate mean people, man. I'm going to just say that. It's like, you bring such negative and toxic energy. It's like, like, if you're that miserable, then just stay in your house or stay in whatever you are at. Yeah. Just don't come outside. Mm-hmm. And I really, like, thank you for, like, for pointing that out. Sometimes I don't even realize that about myself. I feel like I'm just, I just be myself. I even smile, like, it just happens naturally. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like I'm just being myself. But thank you so much. And, like, I feel like life is already hard enough. Like, this has been my mindset. So I don't, I don't want to, like, intentionally make it harder for somebody else, especially, like, you know, we all go through things that people don't even talk about. They literally, like, you'd be surprised at what people, and but only because you always see them happy. Like, doesn't mean that they don't go through things. Maybe some people just know how to, like, deal with it and mask it. Well, it doesn't mean that people don't go through things. So I never want to, like, intentionally, like, make somebody's life worse or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just being kind, it goes a long way. So. Right. I'm also, like, um, the, the, um, Okay, it's still going. Okay, yeah. Um, the, like like you said, like some people we don't we don't like realize that people go through things. And they think that oh, 
like I'm the only one that's going through something. Like no, but you're like there's people other have people. It worse. Yeah, there are people that have it worse. Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. And like they think okay, being mean like okay, I don't care what you're going through. It's like, but you can be going through the same thing that I'm going through. Like I can be in the same boat as you. So. Yeah. But not even that. But like you shouldn't have to be going through something worse to like sympathize with somebody because it's like we're all human we go through things we should be able to just understand and just be kind to one another you know kindness goes a long way so yeah yeah. so what are my unique things about you (coughs) what are one of my unique like unique traits yeah unique traits um something unique about me as you all know is i love to talk about cars car enthusiasts yeah Uh, yeah Yep. And, and then uh, next year. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Car enthusiast of the year. Oh. <laughs> and the next year. And after that. And the years to come. <laughs> What's your favorite car? Um, at the moment, a Porsche. See? I knew because she always points it out. I just know. Because <laughs> every time we see, she's like, it's a Porsche. Like, she, she always, like, points it out. So, like, I'm kind of, like, mm-hmm. I'm amazed. Like, I don't know. Because I just know she always talks. crazy because like like you know people that are into cars and all that stuff i don't know nothing about cars it's like uh, it's just a car you know it's just, it, it moves it drop, it has gas it has an engine so yeah yeah i go to chantel my car that's like i don't know i don't know what you do we squat yeah me and my mom though we could just we could go all day talking about cars it's crazy like i Also, like what I didn't see is like these like little things, like what we like, what we like to do, that comes into your identity. Like these unique little things, like because we all like different things, but somehow, what brings us all together, like I was saying about church, what brings us all together is the love and the body of Christ. And I think seeing yourself in Christ and knowing yourself in Christ, because seeing, seeing yourself that seeing that is so beautiful, because the way God sees us. And his love for us is so unconditional 
despite how much we 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 mess up, how much we probably think we don't deserve it. We you know we have done so much wrong, and we continue to mess up and make the same mistakes. And God keeps forgiving and forgiving and forgiving and forgiving. And sometimes you ask in the real life, like how many times do I have to forgive? And and it's seven plus seven plus another seven plus more plus more plus more. Yeah. You're gonna think. And endless more and more times. and more endless times right. you're going to continue to forgive and that's how much god loves us and we should present that love and the way to find yourself is putting out love wow. and that's watching so how that love, love grows and flourish around wow. you Joe, i just really love your energy <laughs> like this is why i love like i just love your energy like you have such a good point because like i feel like sometimes we tend to put limits on god but I, then again i'm not saying we shouldn't take his mercy for granted like he's sitting yeah. on what's that song they sing in jubilee all things are po- nothing's impossible yeah. with you with you yeah exactly um yeah so like like he's very forgiving but we shouldn't take his mercy for granted but like he's then again but we should still because like, you know he forgave us so we should also forgive others even if they like sin against us because you know we make mistakes but like you know just know how to deal with them you know like if somebody keeps like intentionally like cheating on you or like you know what i'm saying like know how to like know your boundaries too like know your place in their life so like just use your brain about it but just be kind another way to like find your identity is honestly not just praying the devotion that's the praying the devotion but another way is Hobbies and our people probably are like how do you, how do you finish up doing the hobbies? Because I mean hobbies outside of your career, hobbies outside of. Hobbies outside of your career, outside of your, whatever you know, whatever you do. hobbies outside of your everything else. Like like for example, I like to cook. Cooking is my thing. Cooking is my. That's that's my passion. That's my passion. So like finding those passions, you know what I mean? Finding those passions. That thing that keeps you going, that keeps you going. Yeah, God is saying like, but what's that passion that's pulling you? Like what? Like cooking is my thing. Cooking is my thing. This podcast is my thing. That, that's my passion that keeps me moving and keeps keeps me going. Right. So what's that's another way finding those passions, finding those ways, find and understanding yourself. That's true. I mean, yeah. you have a point, so you know. And then you understand your passions. You understand what you want, and you know how to control your insecurities and all the negative energy around you, you know how to like manage that through Christ and everything else, honestly you become powerful because the devil tries to get people who are in who the devil tries to get people who are in part of body of Christ because we forget I think a lot of times we forget that we're not of this world where if you are a part of Christ you're not of this world, you're of the kingdom. So therefore you are in the body of Christ. And so <clears throat> you can't have you can't just not know who you are and not have the full armor and the body of Christ over you. Because if you don't, if you don't know who, who you are, you don't understand your identity, you don't understand who you are, then, then, then the devil is going to take the, other, take the other half that you've been using half of, that, half of your identity. And he's going to try to sneak in through the other half and take over. You can't let that happen. You have to understand and know yourself and trust. And, and honestly, <clears throat> this might sound crazy, but sometimes we can't even trust ourselves. That's... Because that's that's that, that's that's oh, debatable because we are we have to, we are in the flesh, we are in the flesh, because we we have to remember we forget there's a soul inside of us. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I got a heart, but I still got a soul. That's my soul. I'm, that's my actions are my soul inside of me, and not you can't you gotta act on your soul and not your flesh. 
Because if you clean, if you clean your soul, when you clean your soul, you become refreshed and you become anew. And you can't become anew in Christ if you have not cleaned yourself and become new and accepted his love and know yourself and understand yourself and love yourself. You can't become a new because then you become you become the target for the devil. You become you become you just an open target. Just pow pow. You're next and then pow pow, you're open. Oh you oh your your armor's on. Pow pow, I got you. I got you too, got you too. Like you know how you said, oops, got your nose. And how you said, you know how we use kids that they were like, oops, I got your nose. That's how the devil's gonna get you. Oops, I got your soul. Oh. So you gotta be real careful. Real careful. Right. Like real bad. I just like what you said. Yeah. But yeah, that's... So know yourself. So yeah. you can understand yourself. And I mean, and I know some people like probably think I'm talking about loving on yourself. And a lot of people sometimes, when I, when I say this, I mean, when I say know yourself, I mean know yourself. So that therefore you understand and know what you want. And you know, not just what you want, but you just understand your desires so you can turn those around. Because sometimes your desires are what you want is not correct. Christ's desires for you. So sometimes you have to understand and know what, you, what you're actually putting out there so you can redirect their energy. Put it to Christ and redirect it. Have God help you redirect it. That's why it's important to know your identity and just discover who you are. Because you walk around not knowing who you are, you're going to run up on a lot of stumbling blocks. And then you're not going to know what to do when you're just... And if you don't know who you are, you're going to continue to walk around in the flesh. When you continue to walk around in the flesh, you're going to run yourself some pit holes. And then when your eyes close, it's, it's another story. Point. Because that day is gonna come. Either you're gonna hear the words, "Your name is in the, my book of life," or depart from me, well, for I never knew that's you. That's so scary. I, yeah, mean, I, I know scary. That the like, it's scary, but it, like, it's 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 a scary thing. But I literally, I I had to actually just funny that you said scary. I was actually been con- convicted to read Revelations. It started. I started yesterday. I started with chapter one. Felt convicted to read Revelations because I kept seeing stuff in my Revelation all over my forty page, all I saw, all I saw, and I just read Revelations one. I, I I'm gonna continue reading each every every day doing my devotionals, but the thing that's crazy is it's it said and you said it said the words fear not for I'm the first and the last. I think that was verse twelve. I gotta go. I gotta go back in my notes and look, but it said fear not for I'm the first and the last. Yeah, you scared me on that one. I like how you incorporate. You what, yeah, what you just said about the. Not, depart from me. Yeah. Depart from me? Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I also like how you incorporate scripture into everything. Because, yeah. yeah, like, it's really important. So, I really like it. Good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's 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 a crazy and wild process, um, because those are some words when you hear them. It's welcome back to our story with tossing topics and talk about it. So and the last one I want to leave you guys with is. After finding yourself and knowing who you are, is understanding that you understanding how much you understanding how to love yourself. So that's a big part of knowing yourself, because knowing how to love you, so you can walk around. Because you know how to love you and love yourself, 
and, and understanding how God loves you. And you can take that love and watch it flourish and grow, like I said before. And also just being in Christ and understanding you are part of Christ and not of this world. And that's the biggest part of your identity. Because without him, you are nothing. So Christ is the biggest part of your identity. And knowing him, knowing him helps you understand you, builds into you, pouring into you. And he, and he and once he pulls in you, and once you pull, pull into him and pour into him, because I forget the exact verse, but it says, the goodness of good and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So if God is constantly pursuing us for goodness and mercy, if you pursue him with that same vein, then you'll start to understand and know who you are and see the goodness in you and see the goodness in your soul and, and everything else. And watch your life just flourish and just grow around you. I'm not going to say everything. I'm not saying your life going to be easy because you know who you are. I'm just saying it'll be easy to navigate and handle those little rocks that come. That's the little basis of today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for your continuous viewership and listenership. I appreciate and thank you guys for another amazing episode. I thank you, Gary, for coming on. We thank Olivia, who had to leave early, for coming on as well. Thank you guys for coming on. And thank you for Lene and Chantel for being here. Thank you, man. Of course. Thank you for having me. I also want to say thank you to the entire Toss and Talk team. I want to thank you to our Ayana, who was a part of behind the scenes, our behind the scenes. I want to just thank the entire Toss and Talk team. I want to thank our fans. Our listenerships, all of you. Thank you. And if you can't see me, but I'm putting up the hand heart. Thank you guys, and we'll see you guys next week for another amazing episode. Bye. Yeah. What's up, guys? We hope you enjoyed this episode of Toss and Talk. We thank you so much for your viewership, and toss, and you are what makes Toss and Talk possible every single week. Don't forget to stay connected and follow us on Instagram at, at Toss and Talk. And remember to always live in the moment and enjoy the view. This is Nick signing out. Have a blessed day.